Hello, boys and girls, and welcome back to a brand new week of Four Guys and a Comic. This is your boy, Tap, and with me, as normally always, I have the other three guys, Rusty, Red, and Nova. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, yo. So, we've been doing something a little bit different lately, where we go in, we've been asking, you know, people to vote on whatever the topic is. Like, we kind of choose the subject, so to speak, and then we let, you know, the fans kind of choose, like, the subtopic of whatever that is. And so, this last week, I put up a vote. As you guys know, I've been doing a ton of Valiant reading, and really nothing but Valiant. You don't say. Yeah, right? So, I decided, (laughs) I said, what better to do than Valiant? So, I put out there um, as the topic, I said, let's discuss uh, favorite Valiant characters. Now, there's a ton of characters out there that you can choose from. I didn't want to make the poll 20,000 people, so I just kept it like eight, eight of the, like, the quote-unquote main characters in the, in the universe. And the winner uh, was Exo Manowar, followed closely by Bloodshot. So, I figured we could discuss these two characters and dive into them a little bit and then if we have time maybe discuss some of them, like our personal favorites for those of us that are familiar with the valiant universe as well because i'll tell you what my absolute favorite is not one of those two so um anyways exo manowar let's just kick off with that one we all know exo most of we all read the first four issues of the 2012 robert venditti series because we we did that a couple months back and a lot of us have gone on to read more since then. Um, like I said, I've been on a ginormous Valiant kick, and Nova was the one that kind of got me there to begin with. Uh, Red, I know you've been buying up a lot of EXO lately. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am uh, 16 issues away from having all four volumes. And Rusty, have you read any EXO since those four, or just those four? Just those. Yeah, it didn't suck you in enough. It didn't. It didn't. No, it's it's the... totally cool, man. Like something that I want to do is read the original original one from 1992. Yeah, with uh, Jim Shooter and uh, what's the guy's name? Steve Englehart. Englehart. Anyways, I, I think that's his name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's yeah, Steve Englehart. Yeah, Steve Englehart. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been wanting to go back and read that because you know I like to. Start from the beginning, I guess. Well, the sorta. beautiful thing is that if you if you don't have access to the '90s EXO um, Manowar, the beautiful thing is is that the Robert Venditti 2012 reboot, um, you don't need to really know anything about the '90s EXO. Yeah. Uh, now, if you yeah, start off with the with the current volume with the Matt Kent stuff, yes, you are going to want to know what happened with the Robert Venditti run. Uh, there was 50 issues of that one before Matt Kent. Boot rebooted, I guess you could say at number one. Uh, so for that one, you're gonna want to know. But you know, you don't have to read the '90s stuff. You can jump right in with knowing zero about the character and and being able to pick up on it. And there's a lot of changes and stuff too. Like the '90s, there was a uh, an alien thing that enslaved him, but they weren't called the Vine uh, like they called in the 2012 series. They're called the Vine in the '90s. They were called something else. I don't remember off the top of my head what it was, but so there are like a lot of similarities, but there's also some differences as well that that they did with it to kind of separate. Okay. Well, I gotta ask this because Tap, since I'm assuming that you're the most well versed in this among uh, us, I think Nova's uh, up there too. Okay, Nova might be able to help this too. Um, what are the extent of Exo Vanahor's powers and skill set? 
Well, as far as skill set, he's just a warrior. I mean, if you're talking about like just brute, <laughs> yeah. like just raw skill, he's just a warrior. You know, he's just a, a basically a freaking caveman gladiator type. You know, um, <laughs> but as far as the suit, man, the suit's crazy. It's almost like a techno organic virus. We're like, you know, like we saw, like his hand gets cut off, for instance, and the suit grows him a new functioning hand. Um, there's been other people that have other armors, because Exo armor is not the only armor out there. There's tons of other creatures and alien species that have armor as well, and they'll get, you know, their legs cut off or half their body blown off, and the suit, like, creates, you know, new... Uh, new like appendages yeah yeah yeah. so i mean it's almost like a like cable in that aspect you know with like the techno organic virus um he can fly uh he can shoot you know i guess like iron man style repulsor blast i don't know what you want to call him i'm just gonna call him repulsor blast because that's how i know him as (laughs) uh you know i don't know like exo is is a cool character he's not my favorite but he is a he is a cool character um I will say that I just recently read the Armor Hunters arc of uh, the Venditti run, and that branched out over multiple books. It was a huge crossover event for Valiant, and God, was it good. And the funny yeah. thing is, it didn't even focus on XO. Like, you, you're thinking it's an XO event, Armor Hunters, right? It's gonna XO was barely in the book. Like, Eric of Dacia was barely in the book. <laughs> It was primarily like these hunters and these other creatures with armor. It was it was crazy. It's an interesting armor. I don't know. Nova, is there anything else that it can do off the top of your head that like extent of his powers? Uh, um He now controls it. Oh oh go ahead, sorry. I just thought of something. Go no, ahead. no, it's okay. I was gonna say, Rusty, you'll like this and the fact that you can also compare it to Venom. Um, where the suit, the alien suit, is like a symbiote, and Eric Adacia is the host. And so the the symbiote, the suit, is always trying to control and take over the host, because it also ultimately wants to become one and control the host, right, overall? Right. Um, but Eric has learned how to somehow control the suit himself like he doesn't let the suit can take control over him he has control over the symbiote but it is much like venom in that way so it's definitely up your alley as far as symbiotes and the galactic world and everything like that it's exo's definitely up your alley very cool so no what were you gonna say now before i interrupted you um oh no it's no problem i was just gonna say uh eric in general is a cool character because he's always like uh i guess is it is does he controlling the suit just because of his will? Like I don't remember. Is he just yes. he yeah. he's that anti taking control? Yeah, because I mean in the news the newest series he's basically like it's his it's his b word. You know, like yeah. he just tells it, nope, you're <laughs> off of me, stay off. I don't want to deal with you. Go into my uh, ring. But another cool thing about him is um, he's such a good leader. Like he's he's got a pretty good strategic mind i love how in uh at the start of unity um tap was gonna be the only one who knows what i'm talking about they send in this team of like four harbingers to take him down and it takes him like 10.2 seconds or something two of them don't even reach the ground one of them dies as soon as he hits the ground it's just crazy um he's an ultimate badass he's awesome yeah now, I know I lost my audio for a little bit back there, but I'm kind of jumping back a little bit. You know, they always refer to him as a barbarian all throughout the 92 series. And the aliens that he fights is the Visigoth. But that's what makes, I think, the character so cool is that 
he is really truly a barbarian, but he's able to lead and do all these amazing things at the same time. Wait, he said the aliens are Visigoths? Mm-hmm. He's a he's a Visigoth. Yeah, he's a Visigoth. No, yeah. they referred to it was so weird. I maybe I misunderstood standing something in there. But because uh, in the 2012 series, the aliens are called the Vine, but in the, the 90s Vine. series, they're called something else. I remember reading it like he just a calls week them ago. like this. He just calls them the soft skins or something like that. I don't yeah, know if there's like an no, the, no, the soft no, the, the good skin was you know his exo suit that that he called. Right. That was a name for it. But maybe I, maybe I got it mixed up a little bit. But it was so weird. There was some of the, yeah, the aliens are just so, so different. Yeah, yeah, they look they look like they look more like uh like actual bugs. They they have the same kind of face in the 2012 run, mm-hmm. but they they stand on two legs as opposed to mm-hmm. multiple legs. Yeah, but I always thought it was kind of cool. Everybody that jumps in the exosuit, the exosuit changes with that individual person that wears it. Yeah, I think they changed that with 2012 as well because it's almost no one else can wear it except for him. And Livewire took control of it for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, Livewire had it. He's great. She's such a cool. Well, character. it depends because there's the different suits though. Because you got to think in the Armor Hunters run, there was all right, yeah. the, so like there's tons of different suits, but that specific suit, like that specific symbiote, uh, Shauna or whatever, only him and Livewire can wear it. Yeah. So far, anyway, we'll yeah. see what happens going forward, but. Yeah, I, I do well, like uh, I do like EXO. So cool. I gotta ask this about EXO then, just because like when I was like looking into it a little more, just like side stuff, because you know I haven't read it all like y'all have. Um, I guess the Unity team or whatever is like the Avengers. I would say like the the Avengers or Justice League for Valiant. Mm-hmm. Yep. And EXO uh, is a part of it, right? And Livewire is too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is it dope, though? Oh, dude, there? Unity's dope. Here's the thing, though. Okay, so I have the Unity Deluxe Hardy. Well, I have them all. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, is that you could probably read the entire Unity Deluxe without ever cracking open the Unity Deluxe by reading the other Deluxes. Mm-hmm. Um, like Exo Volume... Two, I think. Two, yeah. Exo yeah. yeah. Volume yeah. Two, there's a bunch of Unity in there. Um, what was Armor, the Hunter says, Armor Hunters Armor has Hunters almost has all a ladder half. Yeah, Armor yeah. Hunters is like this huge, thick. It's not even a deluxe. Yeah. It's like an omnibus at this point. Yeah, and it's, it's got one. all the Armor Hunter issues, the EXO issues, the Unity issues. It's incredible. Harbinger tie-ins. Yes, the Harbinger. It's good stuff, man. Rusty, you gotta check this out. I think knowing you, EXO's up your alley because it also has a lot of. Not a lot, Cosmic. but it also has a lot of gore too. Like it's not, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. necessarily "quote unquote" kid friendly. Like it's very adult. Like they're, yeah. they're not afraid to kill people or to dismember people or to show a lot of blood or whatever. So it's definitely up your alley as far as gore goes as well. So you have the cosmic universe, you have the gore, you have the amazing writing by Robert Venditti, and now Matt Kent. Like, yeah, dude, it's it's so up your alley. It has that cosmetic aspect to it. Yeah, and I, I can see. I gotta get more into. Yeah, yeah. I strongly recommend EXO for you. I think you'd really mm-hmm. dig EXO. And another character that I that came into a close second for us, um, but I also think that I know Nova digs. I think 
Red would dig it due to the warish aspect of it, and I think Rusty would dig it due to the nanites and the once again sort of like a venomish well not venom I'd say more cable 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 type you know mm-hmm. person would be Bloodshot. Mm-hmm. Bloodshot is another character who's probably in my top three for favorite characters in the Valiant Universe. He's not my absolute he's favorite, cool. but he's up there in the top three. Uh, Russ, what do you know about Bloodshot? I know you said you had like a cue card or a note card or something with with notes about Bloodshot. A little bit. So he it was created in 1992. His first appearance was in Rye number zero. And then he was created by Kevin Van Hook and Yavel Gouchet. Okay. And from what I get out of this character, because I just, my basic thing was just like, what is this character about? And he has like nanites and stuff running through his bloodstream that can like make him regenerate at a whim, basically. Uh, kind of Deadpoolish or uh, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, but due to yeah. the nanites, not like a mutant power. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of got this like impression in my head that he was like a mix of Cable, Punisher, and Wolverine in like one character. Yes, I would say that's a pretty good assessment. Okay. Yeah. And you got definitely the Punisher. I I, that's what I got. So like basically, I guess I was just gonna wait. I was mainly waiting to ask y'all, but like, what does he do? Like, what is his power besides like regenerating and guns? That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, well, his nanites, Punisher, except he his, his his nanites can hack technology and, oh, and stuff yeah. like that as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically it. And he has really no memory of who he is. Yeah, his the whole so brain like, aspect so, of it so, is. So yeah, so if, crazy, I mean, yeah. honestly, if if you could really take five five Marvel characters like you just named off, throw them in a blender, you're going to end up with Bloodshot. <laughs> okay. He uh, just the the vibe he gives me from his appearance is super like I'm not wearing a shirt, Frank Castle. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just like his attitude about everything, like from because I I started to look into a few of the panels and different things. He kind of gets like shot in the face, and then all of a sudden it like reforms. All of a sudden he's just yeah, like, oh, but uh-huh. his nanites live off of protein, so, yeah, he, so he has, has to, to consume like tons of protein. <laughs> In order to regenerate, because if he yeah, doesn't, he's like then a raw he cow in one issue. Yeah, there's one issue like they just blow him the hell up. I mean, this dude is like almost in pieces, right? He ends up going to like a butchery, like an abandoned butcher place, and there's like all like these dead cows just hanging from like the hooks and stuff, and he's just eating raw cows like to get the protein or whatever, so his nanites will start like rebooting basically. Um, That's but his but yeah he doesn't know who he is like so throughout the series i haven't read them all yet i have the deluxes but i haven't read them all yet um so i'm a little behind on that one so maybe nova can help me out but to my knowledge um from what i've read he still doesn't know who he is yet um he was made to believe that he has multiple different He was made to believe they had like a wife and kid and they're like no those are just false memories that we implanted in your head um because Project Rising Sun is sort of like Weapon X. Okay. Okay, so Project Rising Sun's the company that kind of built him, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing about Bloodshot is that there's been a bunch of Bloodshots. Bloodshot isn't, like, much like there was kind of like different, like, Weapon Xs, you know? Like, mm-hmm. or Weapon... I guess weapon, weapon agents. Yeah, weapon agents. There's been a lot of different blood shots as well. And so he just happens to be the most effective, the most 
well-built one, I guess you could say. Um, He's Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, basically. But it's yeah. so good, and it's really graphic, too. So once again, you're oh. gore. You're going to love it. So I got to ask this for, I guess, Nova and uh, UTAP, since I know Red's not really into Bloodshot too much yet, or I, I'm assuming anyway. I've read but, some. What I've read, I've enjoyed. It's it's still on my list. All right. Well, then I want to know, why do you like Bloodshot? Because you just named off the five characters that if you threw them into a blender, they, you have the Punisher, <laughs> you have Wolverine, you have uh, Cable. Cable. Deadpool. You got well, Deadpool and Wolverine kind of could be interchangeable, but yeah. yeah, I mean, you got like all these characters, and he's just such a badass, and like he wants to do the right thing too. Like he doesn't know who he is, but deep down, he knows that he's a good person. I mean, yeah, he like kills people and stuff, but it's usually bad guys, you know. Like he like wants to try to do the right thing. Like he wants to try to like save the kids. He wants to help people. Like once he became alert i guess you could say before when he was like sort of brainwashed he was just a mindless drone but once he kind of became more alert and stuff and he's trying to figure out who he is he he wants to do the right thing he's not a bad guy right um he goes to extremes to get the job done but he's not a bad guy that's cool so nova why do you like him uh, yeah, it's mostly about the, the character development and um, just how writers have treated him. And then Lemire's basically started uh, his Reborn. It was pretty good. It, it dives more into the, the mental aspect of Bloodshot and he starts seeing more Bloodshots and he starts going up against them. Maybe loses his powers in the Valiant. Um, loses his Nanites, rather. Uh, it's just interesting because this guy's um, his history is always... It's like as soon as he gets another piece of it, it turns out there's even more questions to ask about that one piece you just discovered. Uh, so there's always that progression. And, you know, again, you see him the same way you see, uh, you see Eric grow from this brute to, uh, you know, getting smarter and being more peaceful and talking with people instead of just charging at them right away. You see that with, uh, with bloodshot as well. He goes from mindless to, you know, questioning his existence and who should he help? Who shouldn't he help? You don't know who to trust. Um, you know, it's it, it's all about Valiant and the storytelling, man, and the characterization is, is great. You, the characters may just be the children of very many donors, but uh, the stories just, they make they, they make all the difference. So, Tap, I, a question I've been dying to ask you for actually for the last couple of weeks now, and I keep forgetting about it. I know you're on this Valiant kick and you're trying to own and read everything Valiant. Yep. There's about, there's about 10 or 12 some ish, uh, series that I was kind of curious that are that I was wondering if you would pick up from Valiant, um, such as their WWF uh, runs. I think they had two or three different runs, and all of their uh, that was back super... in the that was back in the acclaimed days. Uh, that was back. I mean, it's Valiant. Yeah. It's Valiant, but that was Valiant. back like when they were owned by acclaim. They bought out. Yeah, they got bought out by acclaim in the mid nineties. It was like a '96, and so that's when they—that's when you saw all the weird uh, video games and the wrestling. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that was back when Acclaim owned them. Yeah, they had like all the Mario Brothers, Zeldas, Game Boys, yeah. stuff like that. Yep. So I was just kind of curious—is that something you looking at picking up too? If they ever made them hardcovers, I probably would. <laughs> oh, they're not. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I was well, I don't know. They haven't. They haven't yet. I mean, who knows what the future holds? Uh, hopefully, <laughs> when we can get Andy or Dinesh on, we can pick their brain and ask them. You know what the future of hardcovers is like? But yeah, um, hope not. 
No, I mean, if they ever decide, like, oh, we're going to collect these, well, then hell yeah, it would. But I don't know, like, when Dinesh got the, when him and his partners got the company back in 2005, I don't know what all was included in that purchase. Like, I know, like, mm-hmm. Turok, for instance, was in the Valiant in the 90s, but Turok went to the Golden Dynamite. Key Alliance or whatever. Yeah. Is it Dynamite? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dynamite he, got all those, yeah. Yeah, so it just kind of depends on what rights they got and which characters. Yeah. So, but if they ever did, uh, heck yeah, it would. I, I love that. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I'm kind of curious because they, they they did a lot of off the wall stuff. Um, so real quick before we before we end this, um, a couple questions for you guys then. If so, Nova, I know you have read all the Valiant stuff. So who is your favorite character? Who is like your personal favorite? Rusty? Who I know you haven't really read that much. So who would be from what you do know of the characters, who do you think you would be most interested in getting to know more and like read more on? And then Red, same for you. Like, who's your favorite Valiant character? Well, I guess uh, for me, honestly, besides the uh, Exo Manowar stuff, from when I started looking into Bloodshot, Bloodshot actually seems pretty dope. Yep, nope, Bloodshot seems like something more up my alley. You know, um, I'm not a huge uh punisher frank castle fan i mean he's dope but i mean this seems like a character that maybe i can get into where i don't have to have a lot of baggage that comes with him all right that's it's true yeah nova that's it's so tough yeah i know i got i gotta name a couple characters because it's tough you're right you can name a couple Uh, i gotta name a couple yeah uh i gotta I'm going to set them as a package. The Annie Pata brothers. I just oh. love all those guys so much. Um, but if I had to choose, if I had to choose one single character, uh, it was my first exposure to Valiant, um, Pete Stanchek. Seeing that you. dude evolve from issue one, being a drug addict, to becoming the dude who takes on Toyo Harada solo uh, by the end of that series. Oh, my God. Uh, it, it was crazy. I mean, uh, back in 2012, how old was I? God, it was like 18 or something. So Pete Sanchik was a character that, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't very far away from what I knew people were going through and, uh, you know, the drug, the, the drug use and whatnot. So it, it was, um, it was very down to earth for me and, and seeing him rise above it was, uh, it, it was, it was cool. I, I really enjoyed him as a character and all the friends he made along the way is great. Nice. What I gotta say, ride. I am shocked by your answer. I was not expecting Pete Stanchik. <laughs> I mean, I love like Ninjak's a badass, but as a character, uh, there wasn't. No, you're right. Pete you know, grew a lot. There's a lot of character development yeah. with that. So, Red, who do you got? Well, I'd say for me, EXO. Obviously, I really enjoyed, it and I'm really been um, actually this week. I've read 25 uh, issues of it. Um, outside of that, I would have to say um, Magnus, Robot Fighter, only because I really enjoyed the run from the '60s. Uh, that was put out by, was that Whitman and Goldkey? And the few issues that they've done with Valiant, I've only read two, to be honest. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I really want to pick it up and read more about it, especially to see get uh, more of the interaction and the changes from the 60s run to the current run. Nice. All right. The current stuff said Dynamite, but he was there during the 90s with uh, Solar and, and Turok. So my favorites, it, it's a tough, like I said, I got to name a couple here. Um, aside from those that we've already discussed, I got to say my probably all-time favorite so far right now is Shadow Man. I absolutely love Shadow Man. It's great. I actually want to go back and try to find, or at least read, um, the Ennis Shadow Man from the 90s. Like, 
early 2000s, mid 90s. I think mid 90s. I, I actually it, picked up a whole bunch of those recently. Oh, yeah? I know that it's <laughs> yeah. a different Shadow Man than the one that I really like in the new Valiant universe. I know it's a it's a much different take on the character, but it's Ennis. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, so I do really like Shadow Man a lot. And Ninjak, of course, is just so, so Oh, epic. yeah, Ninjak. Yeah. I love Ninjak. Um, dude is just... And the thing is, I know he's British, but when I read him, I, he never has a British accent in my head when I read it. He just sounds like a, like a normal American. And, but I know he's British, so I know like when I go to like see like Michael Rowe or whatever like on Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe, I'm be like, that's not Ninjak in my head. But I, I don't know why I can't I can't read with a British accent. It just doesn't work. Even Neville Neville it. doesn't have a British accent. I can't read with a British accent. <laughs> oh my accent. god! So how do you read? How would you read a James Bond comic? I won it apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I just. I don't know why. I can't do the accents in my head. Like I think the accents are cool, but I just can't do them in my head. I guess I don't know. I tell you, even when I read Red Velvet, I still can hear that accent in oh, some of the man. characters. Yeah, I can't do. It. I don't know why. I, I tried because like, I know he's British. He's part of MI6. Like I get it, but like I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I don't. Well, I mean, uh, the ones that influence me the most are the the voice actors from video games and stuff. Like every time I see a picture of Juggernaut, I'm just like. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, like the 90s. You know? like anytime I read Wolverine, I have the 90s Wolverine in my head. Hey, bub. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, as I guess as an honorable mention, we got to bring... I, we, we wouldn't be doing this justice. Nova kind of brought him up earlier. Archer and Armstrong, the mm-hmm. greatest, mm-hmm. one of the funniest duos of all time. Like, Quantum and Woody's pretty funny, but Archer and Armstrong, to me, takes the cake as far as humor goes. Hey, you know what is I, – I thought about you so much whenever I saw this today. But um, I was out on the square or whatever downtown today, and I went into the comic shop, and they just started this, like, old comic section or whatever, right? And on the wall was an Archer and Armstrong number one. Hmm. Like from the no. 90s? Yep. Oh, wow. Yep, and I saw it, and I was like, Tap would probably really like that. But it's still sitting on that wall. It's probably a See, now he, he, too. here's the thing. Pick it up because, you know, a Japanese company picked, supposedly picked up the rights to make three Valiant movies based of all the characters throughout the Valiant universe. Hey, might not be a bad investment. Well, they mm-hmm. got the web series coming up at the end of this year. Yep. Mm, they have a um, Bloodshot number one there also. Nice. <clears throat> but we all, you know, Rise Zero was his first appearance, so... Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing i need to read rye a lot of people really liked rye that was another one that got voted on um i haven't read riot um i need to but i'm trying to sort of read in chronological order and he takes place like two thousand years in the future so i have not read rye yet um but i am excited because it's a future samurai i mean how can you go wrong with that like an ongoing trend with uh, Valiant with ninjas, right? Samurais, man, that's good. Awesome. I'm serious. Go, go deep, Rusty. Just jump in with both feet. You're gonna love it. The water's warm over here. Come on. <laughs> the water's nice. We'll and see. Fine. Even Nova has said he's like he's he's like finally somebody I can talk Valiant with. And he's even said he goes, you know, I still love all these other books that I read and blah blah. He goes, but he even agrees that Valiant is probably like the his favorite publisher. Oh yeah, no doubt. They just they they put out too few books a month, but it, it keeps their continuity strong and uh, mm-hmm. can't hate that. Can't hate how good those events are. My God, every issue matters. 
Agreed. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. And then real quick, I'm going to give uh, Red a few minutes here. I know he really wanted to, to, to kind of throw out his thoughts on Wonder Woman. Um, so, so Red, spoiler free, because I haven't seen it. Oh, I haven't I'm seen it either. Sure you better not ruin it. it. So I saw it yesterday, but... Yeah. Oh, you did see it? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, spoiler-free yeah. reviews from you two, real quick. What are your oh, thoughts man. on Wonder Woman? Go watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm gonna tell you. I mean, fine. In my opinion, that uh, DC finally got a, a movie right. Yeah. They did. It, you watch this. I was actually emotionally connected to the movie, and that doesn't happen to me very often. This movie did it to me. I think yeah. a lot of it also plays on the part. You know, as you guys know, I'm huge into Greek mythology, and for them to put that into the movie the way they did and how they did it really added into the movie for me it was good and i can't wait to watch it again so did they do new 52 wonder woman they did a little they did a i don't want to spoil it um there's a little bit of everything in there but um what what i liked the most was i think gal just stole the show completely she is like Mm -hmm. it, it was finally like okay i feel there there was a lot of hope and i was sort of upset because um man of steel didn't really give you hope like there was no moment mm-hmm. where it was like oh yeah superman inspires hope uh, which i think is also a pretty good social commentary on times now versus during uh you know back when wonder woman takes place uh, it's a very good distinction between like well what if she had appeared back then what would people actually think um you know where everyone was more open to things but yeah it was a really good movie uh, there's a yeah. lot of color in it for once. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of color in a decent movie for once. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, Chris, Pine, Chris Pine was amazing, too. Um, he was good, but I won't so. lie. The only two things that bothered me in the movie was, one, I was waiting for the Enterprise to come to beam him out of problems. <laughs> and two, I was waiting for some... Yeah, and I was waiting for some Death Eaters to show up, and you know what I'm uh, no, talking I was, about, Nova. <laughs> I, I was waiting. I was waiting for him to put on a green ring and say, "I'm actually Green Lantern, Trevor." <laughs> yeah, but, oh my gosh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. This is really um, good. But as you all know, I've been always been a Wonder Woman fan, and oh god, I just yeah, it's awesome. And- as someone who's taken his girlfriend to see most comic book hero movies and been like and hearing, yeah, it was good. It was good. This time she was talking the whole drive home. Um, so if if you wanted to get your uh, significant other into the into the comic book movie world, this is the movie to do it. Um, they, you know, it, it makes females feel strong. You'll hear, you'll they'll get a little too confident. I think uh, for the first week after seeing the movie, <laughs> you're probably <laughs> like female power, female power. But uh, you know. Whatever. I guess it's cool. I want more. It wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. Justice League's coming soon. Yeah. And I'm telling you, to me, it was in the top three of the greatest superheroes ever made. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. It was. That good. I mean, I I hope we have time, but I just wanted to mention, uh, speaking of one of the greatest superheroes of all time, Adam West. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. That was a shame. 88 years young, passed yeah. away. My gosh. That, that's heartfelt. I've heart said it before, it really too. Is. That was sad. Like, he was my Batman. That was the first Batman mm-hmm. I ever saw on screen was him. So Yep, he always have been and always will be yeah. Batman. Yep. As much as and... he kind of hated it in the 80s and 70s, he, was, he will always be Batman. Yeah. I actually just rewatched the documentary with him the other mm-hmm. day. Uh, the, it came out like in 2014 or 2015. Really good documentary. But uh, but it's, you think about it too, and I know I know this has been mentioned a couple times on social media. But he uh, outlasted basically all of his villains from uh, the '66 TV show. Yeah, all but one Catwoman. Yeah, but Godspeed to side. his family, my and him. My gosh, it's just, it's heartbreaking. But 
Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this week. We have an interview coming up, so be sure you stay tuned for that. Um, It's a fun one. You're going to want to stay tuned. (laughs) And until next week, the power is yours. Hell Hydra. Excelsior! No. (laughs)